It's perhaps the most refined Renaissance chateau in France. Chenonceau, a wonder of the 16th century, elegantly straddling the River Cher. Behind the scenes, a hundred people bring it to life every day. Vincent has been in charge of opening the chateau for 37 years. It's an old residence, freezing in the winter and stifling in the summer. And to air the place, 60 windows need opening. We need to let some cool air in because the temperature is quickly rising and it gets very, very hot inside the chateau. Everything must be ready for 9 o'clock when the chateau opens its doors to visitors. The chateau's gigantic flower arrangements are known throughout the world. They're designed every week by these two florists. This arrangement weighs 30 kilos. It will sit in one of the six chambers. Jean-Francois' favorite room is this small study from which Catherine de Medici governed France almost 500 years ago. Back then, wars were raging all over the place. And here, with the river Cher, it's so calm and still and serene. It's a combination of pomp and calm. That's the history of Chenonceau. Chenonceau is also history made by women. Hence its nickname, the Ladies' Castle. It was designed in the 16th century by Catherine Brissonnet, then extended by Diane de Poitiers, before becoming the residence of Catherine de Medici, who built the emblematic double gallery across the river. Chenonceau is an ode to elegance, the first lines of which are written in the gardens. Nicolas is the estate's head botanist. There's a lot of maintenance, weeding, pruning. There's always something needs doing. Nicolas came to France in 2015. He's an American who's crazy about French-style gardens. This one, the Jardin de Diane, served as a model for many others. This was one of the first gardens in France designed with a central axis with very regular, well-pruned yews. It's the ancestor of the gardens of Volvicante and Versailles. Although visitors enjoy the gardens... Hello, thank you. It's inside the chateau that 6,000 of them wind through the narrow corridors every day. It's France's most visited chateau after Versailles. But Chenonceau is much smaller so there are no guided tours to avoid traffic jams. Even we have trouble getting around the place. Sometimes we have to take our time and wait. The chateau has belonged to the same family for a century. They no longer live here, so the public can visit all 19 rooms under the strict surveillance of Vincent. Don't touch, please. Thank you. We have a lot of copper, and when you touch copper, you leave fingerprints. So our cleaners have to clean the copper every day to get all the marks off. Upstairs, two women are working on an object much more precious than the kitchen's copper. Adeline, the gilder, and Jessie, the painting restorer, are rescuing a portrait of Louis XIV and its monumental carved wooden frame. 
We're using a mixture of mudon chalk and rabbit skin glue to re-sculpt all the missing parts. We've even modeled the claws, which had disappeared. Meanwhile, Jessie is applying the final touches of paint. Her main difficulty is finding the original colors of this 300-year-old portrait. We study the paints with a magnifying glass, sometimes even a microscope, to find the exact colors. Plus, we also know what colors were preferred in such and such a century. And after several months of painstaking work, the trickiest part is yet to come. Don't scratch it. OK, I've got it. The renovated portrait of Louis XIV will finally return to its rightful place in the Salon Rouge. Careful on the right. The right won't go through. OK, it fits. It fits? Sure does. OK. It's great. I think we'll be back a few times today just to look at it. <laughs> After its makeover, the three centuries-old royal portrait can once again be admired by visitors. Until the chateau closes its doors at 7 p.m. Chenonceau will open again tomorrow, under the constant watch of the enthusiasts who keep the place running. But this evening, the ladies' castle will reign serenely over the waters of the River Cher. <laughs>